Welcome to the Geek Explore Not Off Topic Debrief. I'm Ben Robinson. Yeah, and I'm John Williams, and here we are to talk about some things that aren't necessarily related, but they're just crap that's happened over the last couple of weeks. Crapcast. Yeah. So, how you been, John? Oh, I was going to ask you that, but I stretched instead. <laughs> um, I've been all right. I think you and I are both suffering from possible allergies. I may, I may just have the sniffles. I don't know, but we probably both sound a little nasally and a little, uh, little dry. Allergies are fucking me up right now. Yeah, they really are. No, I'm doing well. I'm tired like always. I'm behind on my work like always, but. <laughs> Today was a pretty awesome day. You and I got to go do a, uh, a store show for free comic book day. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, we were out at A1 Comics uh, in Roseville, California, and uh, it was it was a great day. Took some commissions. We sold some comic books, some prints. Got um, a bunch of free comics. Yeah, met some cool people. It was, uh, it was a good day. Yeah, it was. I had, I had a good time. Yeah. I probably should have found a way to be more productive other than just sitting there and smiling at people, but, uh, yeah, whatever. It was fun. No, you were plenty productive. You were grabbing shit and fucking giving oh, people yeah. shit and yeah. like, taking money and but shit. But I mean, like, I, I should have been drawing stuff for the, for the, like, I've got some drawings that I should do. And, I uh, I did. You could have had your laptop there lettering the comic book. Oh, that's a, yeah, I could have. Yeah. I should have. I probably could have gotten a few pages done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was waiting for you to acknowledge that, but clearly I misjudged you. <laughs> no, that just popped in my head. I had my iPad there just in case it was super, super slow and I could work on the comic book. There's a lot of people there. Yeah, there were a lot of people rolling through. I uh, I left with having to do um, some commissions at home um, because I, I ran out of time during the day. And I, I always love that feeling. And I also feel like they get a better commission when that happens because I spend a little more time. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, not so rushed. crammed. Yeah. We even stayed a couple hours extra so I could finish one up for a dude who had a saver at that shop. So I was like, all right, we can leave it in there. Yeah. I liked the Conan. I think that was my favorite of the day. Yeah. They, that was, that was your, uh, your pose. So I'm glad it worked out. Yep. Sitting down. That's my pose. <laughs> and they, they gave us some food too. That was awesome. Yeah. That was nice. I wasn't expecting that, but yeah. uh, it was very much appreciated because yeah. I was fucking hungry. Yeah, I got some spaghetti. I brought some donuts in for the boys. Like, I, I love that shop. That That's my home shop. You know, I posted on Facebook that I was going to be there. And like, you know, the manager of the store was just like, we're so lucky to have you. And I was like, fuck off. Like, I'm lucky you guys are letting me take up some space on this special day. You know, it's always a great day. And we haven't done it in, I mean, I haven't done it there in the, the, there were two years off. Like it's been three years since I did a free comic book day at that, uh, at that store. And I'd done it for the, you know, several years before that. So I was so happy to be back. It was a great, uh, great day. Yeah. And I, th I think they did some pretty swift business too. There was a lot, like they had a line at the cash register almost all day long, which yeah. is good. It's been a slow couple of years for local comic book shops. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's good to see them thriving again. Yeah, I, I went on a uh, on a comic quest. I, I called it the uh, the Count Crowley quest uh, for a uh, a comic book series, a little four issue miniseries that came out um, in 2020, like summer of 2020. And I can only imagine it it was so hard to find because nobody was buying or shipping comics at that point. Like that was early pandemic or a few months in. Like that was when people were like, "Oh shit, shit's slowing down. Like we can't." you know, do this. Was that when the shit with diamond got all fucked up too? 
around it's that same possible. time. Yeah. Cause I yeah. mean, it, it was, it was a few months in and, and that book was hard to find, but I succeeded. I hit all the shops. There's lots of shops in Sacramento. Sorry. How are you doing, Ben? Uh, other than the allergy thing? Splendid. Yeah. I've, uh, I mean, I did the same thing you did today, so I don't, I don't, I don't have anything more interesting yeah, I mean, to say on top of that. You had to help your wife move a broke-ass piano oh. out onto the patio. <laughs> that I can't just fucking throw away. Oh, you oh. can. You should. You know what we should do? We should invite a friend of ours up and make some pyrotechnics and, and blow, blow it up. up. Yeah, we did that to an organ once well, and a, a guitar. It's a fantastic idea. R.I.P. El Cabong. I think... Yeah, I think it is still, it's still burn season. They haven't closed it yet, so I could burn that piano. There was somebody burning earlier today. Oh, shit. Burn pile with a piano in there. Yeah, it'd probably make some cool, like, string popping noises while it burned. Like, that would be awesome. Oh, your wife's on the on the phone with her mom right now. Like, Yeah, it's my mother-in-law's piano. Oh. Yeah, but she doesn't play the piano. She has no interest in playing the piano. She has no place to store the piano. And, uh, like, what would... What my daughter say? It was like 18 of the keys don't work. Like, yeah. It's a piece of shit. I was shocked that it was only 18. I've, yeah. I've tried to play things on that piano, even out of tune. Like, cause it sounds like an old West piano when you're playing yeah. on a piano out of tune and that, that could still be fun. But like when there's just dead keys, I tried in three different octaves to play an A chord <laughs> and in the three different octaves, it was a different one of those three keys that was not working in each octave. It was bonkers. Yeah, I, I, it's been moving around my house for like the last three years, and I, I want it gone so bad. Yeah, it needs to be gone. So yeah, uh, I, it might be a, my wife might be mad if we burn it. I got a feeling. Well, no, we just got to get her on board. We got to get her drunk. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, gonna get, <laughs> get her drunk and maybe mad at her mom somehow. Yes, and then we can I mean, burn the piano. Like I said, yeah. she's talking to her right now. We may be able to do it tonight. <laughs> we might have an opportunity. Yeah, there was somebody <laughs> up the street having a burn pile. Whoops, I hit the microphone. Uh, yep. Um, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's get on with this. There's some things to talk about. What do you want to do? You want to do trailers first? Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, something I know you do not have on your list, but I have on mine. So I'll start with that is a, uh, a movie coming out called Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. I've never heard of it. I wouldn't have heard about it except, uh, I was watching a, you know, just a chat show on the internet and they brought it up and I was like, huh, interesting. Uh, why not? I'll watch it. Cause they're saying it sounds cool. It's the latest movie by Olivia Wilde. And okay. yeah. And, and I mean, this is very much as far as I can remember, not in her wheelhouse. It's a weird fucking trailer. It's, I mean, it's, it's kind of a, I hate to say this because having watched the trailer, I think it looks very, very interesting. I want to see this movie, but it's one of those trailers where it's like clear that something weird, like, there's people in a normal situation, but there's something weird and sinister. Flash to weird images. Uh, creepy, creepy, creepy. Maybe a clock ticking. Maybe weird noises. And then the trailer ends. It was a long trailer. It was a great trailer. Should I watch it? I think you should. Yeah, Olivia Wilde's in it. Um, it's starring uh, Chris Pine. And um, fuck, why am I forgetting her name? She played uh, Elena... Uh, whatever black widow's sister um <laughs> i have no idea fuck she was in a um, <laughs> i don't know who people are uh midsummer um florence Pugh. there we go Whew. that that i mean the black widow thing helps me more than her actual name does uh, as far as knowing who she is 
Yeah, unfortunately, the, the connection I had to make was the fact that she's Zach Braff's girlfriend and that he calls her Flo. And I remembered from there, but... That also wouldn't have helped me. It was from that uh, that Scrubs podcast yeah. that I was listening to The one for a thing while. I know less than celebrity names is celebrity relationships. <laughs> yeah, the trailer looks really interesting. In fact, if you're going to watch it, I'm going to listen to it. All right, yeah, I'll watch it right now. Oh, it does look interesting. Yeah, yeah, interesting looking trailer. Uh, weird things are happening. People are doing it. Apparently, um, at CinemaCon, I heard there was a Red Band trailer for that where there was a lot of doing it. I mean, that trailer on its own, it had a lot of at least implied doing it yeah. going on. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, de- definitely something, some sort of weird project or something. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say that there's anything standard, but it, it's like, like the movie seems very interesting, but the trailer is also cut in a way that is almost kind of standard for weird movie trailer. You don't know what's going on. Like it could have been like Stanley Kubrick's, you know, uh, what was it? Eyes wide shut, but there's definitely something, um, scientific or supernatural. I don't know. It looks like it takes place in the sixties. Yeah. Like at the beginning of it, I thought maybe it was something like the Manhattan project or something. Yeah. Uh, but then the weird stuff happened and that's yeah, there's uh, something more illusionary. Yeah. uh, They're not supposed to mess with. I don't know. What is it? it would, would the word be illusionary or illusory? Illusory. 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 And Olivia Wilde is directing it, too, which is yeah. interesting. I didn't know she did that. Yeah, she did. Um, Fuck. What was the movie she did that got her a lot of notice? Um, Fuck. It was a high school movie. It was something smarts or smart something. I never saw it, but but there were a lot of people that said a lot of good things about it. Apparently, she's a great filmmaker. Cool. Um, yeah. Stri- no, something smart. Urgh, urgh. Book smart. Did it. There See, was I- no cut in there. Ben did not cut this. <laughs> I did not look anything up on the internet. In fact, for all I know, I could actually be wrong about that. But I feel confident about the fact that it was book smart. We'll go with it. <laughs> that sounds vaguely familiar, but I yeah. definitely haven't seen it. If I'm incorrect, call us at 916-ORC-TURD. That's 916-ORC-TURD. So yeah, that looks interesting, but we have another uh, trailer. It's a bit of old news at this point, because uh, oh, yes. we forgot to talk about it in the last yeah, debrief, I, I even think though we that both is true. It. But uh, the Stranger Things Season 4 trailer dropped, and uh, it looks pretty fucking good. Like, it looks interesting. Yeah. Wait. I'm, I'm more interested in it than I thought I was going to be. Are you sure we didn't talk about we it? We talked about it briefly, but it was afterwards when we realized we didn't talk about it on the show. Oh, okay, yeah, because I was like, wait, I remember you talking some shit about Stranger Things. Or or at least how you lost interest earlier on, and, and you didn't like season three, right? I didn't like season two, and yeah. then season three was, was better, but I was no longer as invested in it. Oh, uh, okay. And then when it ended, I was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to care about another one, but... Uh, I guess I will. Yeah, I loved season one. Season two was kind of a bummer. Season three, I thought, was a return to greatness. I I loved it. And this trailer was fucking bad in a good way. Yeah, no, it looked good. Season three got me like that whole 11 weird side thing she was doing with those other kids in whatever other city. Like, I didn't really see what the relevance of that was. It seemed like it was just kind of. Didn't we talk about this before when we were talking about, like, I'm pretty sure that was season two when that happened. Was it? 
Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. I know. It's been a long time since I watched oh, any Stranger no. Things. Like the was season three came out a few years ago, now, right? I think that yes, yes. At this point, it's yeah. It's been two or three years. That's let, way too long between seasons. Man. Let me I'm, let I'm me gonna need check a bit real of quick. a recap. Angelina has been pushing hard to start back from the beginning. Ugh, I don't know if I can do that. I know. I we don't have that kind of time. We still haven't watched the last two episodes of fucking Moon Knight. Yeah, I want like a thirty minute recap that tells me where everything was because I'll remember it. Like if, if I see like highlights, I'll be like, okay, now I remember it. You know, it's one thing I can guarantee you. That's on YouTube. Yeah, you can I find a recap. It is. So, I'm pretty sure it was season three because I don't think she was there for the whole, you know, Russian tunnel thing, and uh, like she, I think she might have shown up back up at the end. But I think for the like the beginning of season three, I don't remember Eleven being part of the the crew. Nope, season two, because really? chapter seven, the lost sister, and she's got her slicked back hair. It was season two. Oh, weird. Yeah. Nah, she was totally there the whole time because they were all having fucking summer fun at the fucking mall the whole time. Like nobody disappeared that that season except when the uh, when the Scoops Ahoy crew went uh, searching into the Russian shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't, like I said, I need a you recap. You do know now. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I mean, there is stuff that I've that I've wanted to see from this series that was in this trailer, including without giving anything away, like a truly like. A, the fucking the king shit villain personified. Yeah, yeah, a bad guy. Yes. Like not a bad concept, but a bad guy. Yeah, not not a big, a big blurry monster, you know, or or the fucking flower faced stupid ass. And they're out of Hawkins. Hawthorne. Yeah, Hawkins. That's what it was. Ha something. Yeah, yeah. ha ha Indiana. Yeah, they're out of uh, they they've been like they're they're like an like almost like a witness protection program kind of thing or some something it looked like uh, except Are not they wi- really except not witnesses they were like yeah we took you out of there and put you here for your safety or some shit like that see that that's what i figured they were referring to um to will's family with with winona Ryder, and they took 11 with her at the end of season three and they moved out to california i'll take your word for that <laughs> yeah it was on the very last episode they all moved away <laughs> and then this is supposed to be like either spring spring break or summer break and they and i feel like they're going back to hawkins for the break because they're they're talking about uh, what's his ass? Main dude and Eleven getting to see each other again after you know long distance. Yeah, and they visit the grave of the you know cigarette smoking mullet guy. Oh, Billy! Yeah, yeah. the older brother. I had to look up who Billy was because like who which, who the fuck was Billy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he was somebody who got a redemption arc who did not deserve it. I remember us talking about it on the show. Yeah, yeah like that that was such fucking horseshit. That could, but regardless, I'm excited. Yeah, no, it got me stoked again. It was a, it, you know, hopefully it's a good season because it was a good trailer. Well, and it's going to be an extended season because they're going to it release good? it in two parts. And apparently, I can't remember if they were saying that, that the uh, the episode count is higher or if the length of the episodes were was longer. Interesting. Um, well, I know they spent, I think I heard something like they spent an average of, I think it was $30 million per episode. Wow. Which... That's a fucking lot of money. I like, I don't, it doesn't seem like you'd need to spend that much on this show unless the, I'm curious what they're doing with $30 million. I mean, it's not Game of Thrones. You don't need to like build an entire, like most of it's set in a, in a world that we live in. So yeah. like it's fairly, I don't know. So I'm curious. I mean, other than the yeah. upside down, unless there's a lot more time in the upside down. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, cause 
I mean, and this may be the last time we see this from Netflix because they and they are, <laughs> oh, they're hemorrhaging money. But yeah, no, but they're, they're, I think this is one of their reliable properties, though. Yes. If they're going to dump money into anything. It's Stranger Things, yeah, probably it's like, until it's, it's dead. It's like Disney with Save Us Mandalorian. Um, but yeah, this is this is going to debut with a season. I I think I can't remember if it was six or eight episodes. Um, and then it's only going to be like a, I think it was like a three month wait between parts A and B. So it's not like revelations where we're just going to wait, I don't know, six months, a year. Yeah. Wait until you don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then be disappointed when you, when it does come out, but, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm happy to, I'm happy to see it coming back. When was it coming back? Shit. Soon? Oh yeah. It's very soon. Oh shit, it debuts on May 27th, so sorry Star Wars, I'm busy. <laughs> Same day, huh? Yeah, Obi-Wan, you motherfuckers. No, I th- didn't they push to the 28th? Oh, they did. Yeah, oh. I think it was the 26th, and they pushed to the 28th. And Netflix releases chunks at once, so uh-huh. uh, I, wonder, I wonder if they did that deliberately. <laughs> Just to fuck with Disney a little bit. Yeah, weird. Really jam up my TV watching schedule at the end of the month. Volume two is coming July first. Oh yeah, so that's yeah, that's 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 just over a month. That's not bad at all. That's fucking bad. It's exactly how you should. And in fact, there's been a lot of talk about how the drop it all at once and the binge method is not sustainable, which I totally understand. But if you're gonna drop things in two parts, drop it one month, and then you get people for that whole month. And then you keep them for another month with another yeah. you know, thing like that's that ain't bad. And it's enough to really get into it. Like the weekly things just it's a bit tough for me. Like it is you know, like you you get into it. It's like it's hard to really build enthusiasm. Like you kind of get into it and then but maybe you're not completely sold and then you got to wait a week and your enthusiasm wanes and then it comes back and then it wanes. Whereas this it's it's still going to take the two months that the release schedule normally would. But uh, you get to watch you know, three hours or whatever of it in a row. Yeah. And I'm not frustrated that I have to wait an entire week to watch another episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they may be onto something there. Yeah. Cause you know, like, like if I bought the first three issues of a comic book series, you know, three months after it came out, I may not read them all at once. Yeah. But you have the option. Yes. And that, that makes all the difference in the world. I could read one and a half if I wanted to, and I could wait a week to read another one, but yeah. Okay. Also, Netflix's uh, decisions are questionable because they're, (laughs) I mean, they're even being sued by their own stakeholders right now for, for basically falsifying, uh, projected earnings and like, like, like the, the predicted growth rate of the company. Like, like the, the shareholders are saying like, well, you fucking knew that things were going to go bad and you lied. So we're suing you because they've, I mean, their value over the last like month, month and a half has been cut in half. Like that is nuts. Hey, they were probably overvalued too. Probably, but, but I mean, they haven't recovered at all. It just continues to go down. Whatever. Fuck them. I mean, with stock prices dropping, the difference with that is like, like it doesn't actually take money out of the company's pocket. Like they already made their money. It makes the executives who have a lot of stock poorer, but uh, you won't see me shedding tears for them. <laughs> you know, it makes it a little harder for them to borrow money in the future mm-hmm. with new stock. 
because it's going to go for less. But it, you know, it's not like they had all that money in a bank and it got taken out. Yeah. Like they still have the amount of assets that they, you know, uh, liquid assets that they had before at least. Uh, so I guess final trailer, there is a new Green Lantern animated movie coming out uh, called Green Lantern Beware My Power. Yeah. So had you heard about this being made at all? I had not. Not until I saw a thing dr- with the trailer dropping. Same here. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, this is an animated movie with Jon Stewart? Like, what is happening here? What'd you think? It looks cool. Like, it's, I mean, it's got Jon Stewart Green Lantern. It looks like his origin. Where, you know, he, he gets the ring, uh, you know, meets the Justice League, and then uh, Sinestro comes and fucks shit up. Sounds like Sinestro and his goons had, had killed Hal Jordan right before this. Yeah. So, uh, looks like it could be good. Yeah, I, I was curious what the direction was, because it seemed like it was the first, like, Earth Green Lantern, the way they were playing it. But then all of a sudden, like, there were people on the Justice League who were like, Who, how'd you get that ring? And then, you know, the, the, I think it was a, a guardian that, yeah, that yeah, describes how Hal Jordan was killed in this big attack. And um, dies. Like, yeah. it's a guardian that flies to Earth to give him the ring, which... Very reminiscent of Abin Sur yeah. giving it to Hal Jordan. Which I, I, was, I was trying to remember what his origin in the comic was, and I, I don't, so... I know he was given... Uh, shit, I probably shouldn't talk, speak to it, because I... I don't remember if it was Hal Jordan was unfit for whatever reason, or if Hal Jordan was called onto a space. I think Hal Jordan was un. Uh, I can't remember which one was Guy Gardner and which one was John Stewart. Yeah, because they could they they both got rings while Hal Jordan was something. Yeah, I don't know. Eh, I guess it doesn't matter. No, nope. the the thing that that I was most stoked about though, because I mean I'm a Hal Jordan fan. Yeah. Forever. But but I get that Jon Stewart is a very important Green Lantern. I like him more than Guy Gardner. Yeah, that's for <laughs> fucking sure. But what I what I could see happening in this was they are continuing their universe that they started with that new Superman animated movie. And then they did um, the uh, Justice Society World War II with Flash, yeah. which very clearly... Did you ever see that? I did not. Oh, that's but I heard it was good. It's pretty good. I, and I really like the uh, the art style in it, which also comes from the Superman one, where it's definitely more comic book style, sometimes to a fault. The lines are a little too thick. I don't know. But it looks like in this trailer, they are, they're definitely carrying on from that universe because the Martian Manhunter design was the same and the art style is pretty much the same. But it's so much more clean. There's a lot more thin lines and there's a lot more just it it just looks clean and smooth it looks like they're perfecting the style that they started in that superman man of tomorrow i think it was called yeah yeah um and i'm really stoked for the future because i think i just think this art style and animation style looks beautiful so i'm very much looking forward to this hopefully they don't pull a warner brothers and once they perfect it scrap it move on to something else (laughs) (laughs) one second well, in other uh, DC movie news, Ooh. Uh, Warner Brothers has found their Warner Twins actors in, uh, in KJ Appa, who plays Archie in the Riverdale series, and uh, Isabel May, who I believe she, uh, I can't remember if she's in uh, Yellowstone or the 18-whatever-something that's like the prequel to Yellowstone. They are playing the titular Zan and Jaina in the uh, Warner Brothers movie. To wonder, follow that up, the Wonder Twins—they're making a Wonder Twins. Yeah, movie? you know, like power yeah. of this, uh, form of this. Yeah, 
Um, but in other news, uh, Warner Brothers cancels the Wonder Twins movie. <laughs> that happened since uh, since our last off-topic I mean, debrief. Was there really a lot of clamoring for a Wonder Twins movie? I think they were just hoping for for a new property that they could have fun with, with low stakes. But also, yeah. Warner Brothers was full of a bunch of stupid pieces of shit. So now that the Warner Discovery merger has gone through, David Zaslav has come through and just fucking, he's cleaning house. Good. Thank whatever God you pray to that David Zaslav is doing what he's doing because he canceled Wonder Twins. He canceled Legends of Tomorrow. I'm sorry. I know you enjoyed it. Um, I didn't at least even know for it was some... still on. Oh, okay. Like I did, I did, I, I did enjoy watching it here and there. Like it was pretty fun, but, uh, I, d- I thought it was over already. So yeah, it's toast. <laughs> Batwoman is toast. Oh, oh, yeah. All signs are that flash is toast. They're doing a, a shortened eighth season and you know, it's, it's gotta be on its way out. The Arrowverse stuff, I think has kind of run its course. It's done. Um, and he's, like I said in the previous episode, putting a focus on batman and or sorry not batman i mean batman yes but i'm sure he's not going to ignore batman yes but superman is being fast-tracked um i mean i've heard rumblings and i don't know if this is just the fucking fervor of the fucking internet trolls but that they're they're they're, that the continuation of the snyderverse is not off the table i mean i'm not sure i'm excited there's money behind it i mean i don't want that to be all that's happening you know, if there could no. be the equivalent of the Batman with Superman, cool. Do something out of canuity. Uh, canuity? What the, what the fuck is canuity? Get the do fuck something, out of this canoe. <laughs> yeah. Do something out of continuity. Give us a, a traditional classic Superman story. And then, you know, still have Cavill in your continuation of the Snyderverse. Whatever. I don't care. Give me all the Supermans. I mean, DC's got a ton of other characters that they could do something fun with if they wanted to do... A more fun movie. Yeah. They, they they should do a Lobo movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was that's one of the ones I was thinking of. Like Lobo or like a, a booster gold movie. I think yeah. would be a you could do where it's not a super serious superhero movie. It's just fun. I mean they're making a blue beetle movie. I don't I mean but it's the Jaime Reyes one, so I don't know if Ted Cord or you know his partner in crime Bo- Booster Gold will be any part of that. But yeah, I, I like Booster Gold. He's just like some schlub from the future who's like, I can go back in time, and with all this stuff, I can be a superhero. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He stole shit. He was like a janitor in the yeah. future that stole a fucking <laughs> Legion flight ring and and a force field belt and some energy blasters. I don't know, and had a little robot buddy. Yeah, yeah. That, like that's one that you could do like a semi-serious superhero with some comedy elements, and like it would. It would be, it would fit. It would work. You wouldn't, yeah. have, you wouldn't be goofying up Superman. Yeah. And he'd have to learn a lesson and become an actual hero yeah. in the end. Like it'd be pretty cookie cutter, but it would still be a fun romp, which is, yeah. they could use a couple of those. Yeah, just, I mean, I good, guess Shazam's a fun just romp. Just plain old good movies. Yeah. Like just, you know, nothing, nothing amazing, but not crap. So yeah. not crap movies would be nice. Yeah. Uh, I got two video game things. I don't know if you have anything else that's more along the lines of what we've been talking about. Dude, all I have is fucking DC movie news. It's ridiculous. <laughs> or, or like superhero movie news. Okay, let, let's, let's, let's do a, a, a quick run through. Uh, Stargirl and Justice Society are coming back to, uh, to, oh, to comic books, courtesy of Jeff Johns. Um, of course. Yeah, I'm 
beyond excited to have the return of the JSA because yeah. I love the Justice Society. But as I've said before on this show, probably when we were talking about the Stargirl TV show, fucking let it go, Jeff Johns. Nobody gives one single little iota of a shit about Stargirl. I'm sorry you Stop lost your sister. Stop trying to make Stargirl happen. Yes. Like, like I, I, I know this is so important to you because it was based on your sister that you lost, and that's sad. But Stargirl sucks. At least in this guy's opinion. I don't know. I mean, she's never had a series of her own that's done anything. And I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong and maybe everybody loves Stargirl. And if that is the case, I'll admit to it. But I'm just sick of Jeff John's, like, Justice Society being tied to Stargirl. Like, I would love to see a Justice Society TV series. But what I have is a Stargirl series with the Justice Society, kind of. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else do I got? What else do I have? I mean, it's the John Williams hour. Hey, the Batman's getting a sequel. Shocked? No. Okay. Not one bit. Well, at CinemaCon, Matt Reeves uh, announced that he is writing and directing a sequel, and Robert Pattinson is going to return. Hooray. Who would you like to see in that? Villain-wise. See, I mean, obviously... The Penguin's still around. Like, he ended that movie with more power than he had before, so I imagine he's going to be some sort of force to reckon with. Yeah, and he's going to have his HBO Max TV series. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that'll that'll resolve his story before the movie even, you know, before the movie comes out. Yeah, are you going to have to have watched it? Yeah. I'd love to see Mr. Freeze, but I'm not sure how he fits into this universe. Mm -hmm. You don't want to see Barry Kugan's uh, Joker? No, this mangled, definitely don't bubble face. I mean, I wouldn't mind like a vet, even though they are, they seem really adamant that they're not that had nothing to do with it, mm-hmm. but a, a proper venom bane uh, story that's not you know the one we got. I'm good off of bane. We've gotten him twice, and like it's like if a new Superman movie came out and we got another General Zod. Like we do not need that at yeah, all. That's true. Um, I mean. You're not far off. Like uh, Matt Reeves himself was was talking about how Mister Freeze would be interesting if they could find a way to do it. Like like he would fit Mr. in that Freeze. world if they can make a freeze gun make sense. Yeah. Or if he just I don't know uses liquid nitrogen. You know, even I don't know, but yeah, he he definitely fits into that melancholy dark world. Yeah, and he's a good complicated villain. Yeah. So yeah, I would love to see a good Mister Freeze. But yeah, it's happening. One more bit of superhero movie news. John Watts, the director of the Spider-Man, Tom Holland Spider-Man series, has left the Fantastic Four project. Oh. He was announced uh, to be to be directing that, and he's no longer doing it. Seems like a very amicable split. Um, they both said, you know, like, oh, we look forward to working together in the future. And uh, John Watts is just, you know, taking a break from superhero movies. I can see that. You don't want to get pigeonholed into that. Yeah. Especially Marvel movies. They're kind of a, it's a big machine. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be gobbled up by the machine. Yeah. And he's currently doing a movie. uh, I don't know anything about it, but I believe it's with uh, George Clooney and Brad Pitt. And it's, you know, totally separate from superhero movies. And uh, I mean, yeah, maybe he's just having a really good time on that set. And doesn't want to go back to, like you said, the machine of Disney Marvel. Yeah. yeah um, do something creatively fulfilling. Yeah. Or he can, you know, have, have probably a bit more control than he does on those Marvel movies. I'm, I don't imagine 
they are bastions of full creative freedom where you're allowed no. to do whatever you want with the characters. No uh, way. And <laughs> so. especially after he, he created a movie in Spider-Man No Way Home that is, you know, in the top three highest grossing movies of all time. Yeah, quit while you're ahead. Yeah. Like, nobody knows this guy's fucking name, but, like, he's he's got some clout. Cash, too, I bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there are also rumors that that uh, maybe this whole, the reason for the split is bullshit, and that they actually landed, you know, somebody bigger, and uh, and maybe he's stepping aside to, to let that happen for Marvel, because they both, on both sides, were saying, like, we're confident we'll work together again in the future, which they don't generally say. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, great, we wish them the best. Scheduling conflicts, that's always the thing. So, I don't know. There there are rumors persisting that, that maybe they did actually land kind of a, uh, a, a golden goose. I don't know what the what the phrase would be, but... Steven Spielberg. Yeah, or, I mean, some, I mean, of course, the, the rumor is they actually got the John Krasinski. And maybe he said if he if he's going to star in it, he wants to direct it also. Huh. Interesting. But I don't know. We'll we'll find out soon, I'm sure. If they're announcing that John Watts has left, you know, Marvel knows exactly who's stepping in. No, it's not just something that's going to come out in the trades. and They're like, oh, we're scrambling to find something out. All right. I think that's it for my superhero movie news. Yay. I did it. Well, I got some video game stuff. Uh, video games. So, uh, the world of virtual reality, uh, VR, yeah, uh, Facebook slash meta. I hate that name so much. I hate calling them meta. Yeah. Why, why are you doing that? Anyway, like a, like a roadmap for their VR headsets was, was leaked that, uh, had loads of information on it. And it's kind of cool to know what's going on. They announced like their next, the next big one that they've been working on the Cambria, they called it. Hmm. That uh, looks super fucking cool. Oh, shit. I yeah. was not expecting positivity from this. Oh, yeah. No, it's got, it's got like color pass-through and eye tracking and foveated rendering and a bunch of other things that uh, foveated probably, rendering? Yeah, probably don't mean anything. What <laughs> the But yeah, I, I mean, color pass-through and like a super high-resolution screen is cool because the, then like AR stuff. They said they're going to focus more on enterprise, but it's going to, it's still be, gonna, could be used for gaming and whatnot. But like they see it as people's like replacement for their laptop where they could wear that. And like, you could still see everything around you and you could just have like however many virtual screens you wanted in front of you, but you could still see your hands and your desk and your keyboard, which. Interesting. So it's like Tony Stark shit, but in an eyepiece for now. Yeah. And it's, it look, it's looking like it's a lot smaller and uh, more comfortable. You know, because and it's going to be more expensive. Like they're not, they're taking a hit on every single quest that they sell, uh, because they're trying to get it out there. And this one's it's more enterprise focused, so it's leaked that they're it's going to sell for about seven hundred bucks. But uh, you know, enterprise Fucking ready folks player one, that. here we come. Yeah, and so it looks it looks fairly cool, and that's coming out later this year. Yeah. So that's real soon, and then they've got like the next, I guess, what would be the quest three? They they they're codenamed the the Stanton and the Cardiff. Snooze. Uh, that one's going to come out in twenty three, and one's going to come out in twenty four, and it looks like like the one in twenty three is going to be like the next the quest three, like the next big update in the cheaper consumer gaming VR mm-hmm. setup, and then the the one scheduled for twenty twenty four is like the cheaper version of that one or like the you know like one that's 
it looks like it's going to do like cloud computing where you'd need an internet connection and it would stream games to it instead of doing the processing locally. So it's like the like the PS5 or Xbox whatever, like disk version versus, you know, like... Kind of, yeah. yeah. Except like all the computing, you'd need a good internet connection to play it at all. But I mean, that, that requires some other infrastructure and stuff that needs oh, to Oh, so exist. all the processes aren't happening in your actual yes. physical device. So you could get like PC quality graphics because it's a real server slash computer is rendering it and then just sending you video information okay. instead of rendering everything on the unit itself and hopefully it would have proper you know latency so so you're not that's yeah dragging. That's, that's the thing we don't have now yeah because yeah because shitty latency in vr equals vomit because mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if you're if it, if it does not move the way your brain expects it to you get sick so they got two years to figure it out and they are dumping money into it they lost money on the vr division like I think it was like a billion dollars. They, you know, they lost a billion dollars on like the Oculus wing last year. And this year, like it's better, like their revenues are up to, you know, half a million dollars in like the last quarter, but they spent like 1.3 billion. So <laughs> they're still losing Good. money on it. And, and I guess Mark Zuckerberg is like, it's okay. Like we want to get ahead of this and we'll, you know, we'll, we're, we're confident that this will be profitable and great by 2030. So they're planning on continuing to dump money into the metaverse. And it may be a gamble that pays off. Like if this is the next step, like smartphones were, and he's the guy that's on top of that heap, like like Apple and Google are with smartphones. Or like Facebook was with the social network. Yeah, he could, uh, that could be very valuable. Plus he'll uh, gobble up all of your data. He'll see what you see and sense your movements and i i hope that dude fucking has a heart attack while trying to push a shit through his herniated anus (laughs) like i i I just just eat fucking shit mark zuckerberg i think it would be through his cloaca he's definitely a lizard person (laughs) yeah you know i mean i watched the entire series of silicon valley in just over a week and the the fucking uh the fuck i can't even remember his name gavin belson who's like the head of this company hooli who it is it, it's clearly like an amalgamation of like google and amazon and fucking yeah. uh facebook Tech he, he's company yeah he is just this megalomaniac that that just fucking controls everything and has to answer to no one and uh but he's also a fucking doofus yeah like i i <laughs> Ugh, I have I have no patience for Mark Zuckerberg whatsoever. Like, if I saw him on the street, I wouldn't punch him in the face. But I would no, hope because yeah, you don't want to jail. Yeah, I would hope that I was there to see somebody run by and punch him in the face. <laughs> I want to see that so bad. Peel the fake skin right off it. Yeah, yeah. Watch him shed his outer skin. Yeah, I mean, I got mixed feelings about this whole thing because uh, I loathe Facebook. And I, I hate them having this monopoly over VR right now that they have, especially standalone VR. It's, that's it. They're the yeah. only game in town. But I'm stoked that they're dumping all the money into this. It'd be like if, you know, if Jeff Bezos was like, all right, guys, I'm going to spend $2 billion a year on personal jetpacks. And you're all you know, and I'm going to make affordable consumer personal jetpacks. Be like, that's awesome. But, well, you know, what do you get out of it? Like, what... I don't trust you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially with all the data that, you know, Facebook makes its money on your data. 
And uh, you best believe they're going to be continuing to do that. Yeah. You know, and the, and like the, if they have eye tracking, that means, you know, which is cool because eye tracking is neat because then things in the game can react to where you're looking. You know, you can have, you could aim with your eyes. You can, it, that's, and the, the foveated rendering thing is basically it renders the area that you're looking at really well. And the stuff on the periphery revision, it renders at a lower resolution so that it can get you like you yeah. know, better because your, your eyes don't see clearly way out here anyway. Yeah. My eye doesn't see at all over here. <laughs> yeah. So, so like that stuff's cool, but then they could also see like how you're reacting to ads and like which ads your eyeball looks at most yeah. and what kind of things you it, like, it, there's if, just a lot of data that can be. If you're playing an RPG, like how often you're looking at that, that maiden's boobs. Yeah, exactly. But it, it can also be used for in like horror games where they could figure out what you're scared of and make more of it appear. Or like, Son or like you see, bitch. you're looking over here and have something appear, you know, have things appear in the, per like it can make things scarier, which is, which is kind of exciting. Well, I'm glad <laughs> I don't play horror games on a, uh, on an Oculus. Oh, I want to see you do that so bad. Oh, see, I wish I could. I really <laughs> wish I could. Maybe, maybe when we do a bachelor party, cause I'm sure it's just going to be a bunch of us bunch dorks of sitting around eating pizza and having some drinks and playing video games. We can get virtual strippers. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. that's sad. I wonder if Angelina would be mad about that. Like, I, I know I can't get a real stripper to the house, so, uh, weird. I don't think I need that. Not at this age. And then the second item of video game news I had is that uh, Starfield, like the next big fucking game from Bethesda, uh, it's like a you know, space RPG, a la, you know, Skyrim, except space. So it's a different universe, uh, is going to be a day one Game Pass release on November 11th. And I'm super excited. It looks mega rad. Uh, and and one of the devs was talking about how it's so big that they're going to have to like trim stuff back because the current scope they have planned there's no way they're going to have it ready for release and todd howard wants more people to have played it than skyrim which uh is insane so uh they're they're gonna be dumping everything into it and i'm excited to play it shortly after my birthday wake up john i'm here <laughs> i'm here todd howard space <clears throat> rpgs i know space rpg yeah, I stayed awake through DC movie news. <laughs> it was so exciting, though. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to most with the space RPG? Basically, Skyrim level of extensive awesomeness and, and world building, but in, in space. So what was so extensively awesome about Skyrim? Because I never played it. And there might be one listener out there that didn't. It's just huge and you could run around and there's all kinds of stuff. To, it's just. It, so just like Turbo Sandbox? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It, it, turbo Sandbox. And it was super moddable. Like, I mean, it, people have done all kinds of cool shit now, with Skyrim. Aren't there games out there like, uh, like Outer Worlds? And I feel like there was one other one where, where they try to do like a giant space sandbox, but it just becomes too big. Well, yeah, space is fucking big. Yeah, so uh, what do you see being a solution for that? I don't know, but, you know, the folks at, you know, Todd Howard's team gave us all the Elder Scrolls games and, you know, a bunch of the Fallout games. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love, I fucking love those games. Okay. And uh, So you just have faith in them. Yeah, they do a very specific thing and they do it very well. Okay. 
I'm excited to see them apply that formula. Like, they, you know, they've got fantasy and they've got post-apocalyptic. Let's go to fucking space. Yeah. And see what they do with it. Yeah. I mean, I think I put like 200 hours into Skyrim, so Jeez. I will not be putting that into this because I don't have fucking 200 hours to put yeah. into anything anymore. I mean, it's going to take you quite a while. With the limited amount of playtime I have, I should be done with Elden Ring by November. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, well, in TV news, we'd spoken before about uh, that 90s show that's coming yeah. in, having, having uh, Kurtwood Smith and what's-her-name who played Kitty uh, coming back. But it seems as if they have signed the entire cast sans uh, Danny Masterson, who played Hyde, because he is apparently... A scumbag. Yeah, he's a bit of a creep or something. He had some sort of sexual misconduct stuff. I don't yeah. remember what it was. Me either. I, mean, I don't know who, if I ever knew. Who doesn't these days? Fucking Frank Langella got hired or fired off of uh, Fall of the House of Usher. I just read that Fred Savage got fired off of uh, the new Wonder Years TV series. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing on there, but. I didn't even know there was a new Wonder Years TV series. Yeah, yeah. Are there, is it a new are they d- redefining what the Wonder Years were? Yes. It like, yeah, so it'd be like I don't a, know much about it. Is he going to be the teacher in the new? Uh, was the- <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Kevin Arnold was actually a character in it. But I don't know for sure. To be honest, like he very well could have been. But yeah. I had a feeling because uh, Fred Savage has been out of the acting game for yeah. a while. But he's been a director for years. He did a shit ton of Always Sunny, or at least like a did season. He really? Yeah, yeah, season oh, or two. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, he's been a director for years now. Pulling some Harvey Weinstein shit or something. I huh? guess, or I don't know. I mean, I, I don't even want to weigh in on this because I hear these stories and I'm so conf- Whoa. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to weigh in on them, but, you know, because this is, this is for people outside of, of me to, to, uh, to figure out. Well, yeah. And I don't right? know any of the details. So. Yeah. I heard exactly that, that he was fired from it. I don't know if he was slapping ass or doing something way worse or doing something not as bad. I yeah. have no idea. Yeah, it's it's tough these days. So, I, you know, I'm not a part of it, so I don't get to comment on it. Um, but they've got, you know, all, all, your, all your mainstays coming back. Uh, ex- of course, except for that one. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they write the story around now middle-aged fucking... Uh, yeah, who I presume will have teenage kids of their own or something wearing yeah. jinko jeans oh my goodness <laughs> i don't want to see that i don't want to see that fucking walking around with jinko jeans and a pacifier and a bunch of glow sticks and i i, I want to see red's reaction to that yeah a fucking a, <laughs> an oversized beanie in the summer oh i'm, oh. Sure, I'm sure there'll be some grunge uh, oh, definitely. One of them will be a grunge kid yeah. and they will not get along. In fact, I bet they're siblings. One of them's a grunge kid and then one of them's a fucking preppy or, or maybe like the, uh, the pseudo rap kid or something. Yeah. Yeah. The rapper rocker wars of the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> the, the kid, the kids that wear like corduroy jackets and fucking grateful dead shirts, even though they, they have no clue. Puka that... shell necklaces. Oh, jeez. The fucking 90s were the worst. Patchouli. Oh, I had so to live through patchouli. it. Oh, <laughs> like, I'll watch it, but I wonder if it's going to be for 90s kids what it was, or, you know, what Big Bang Theory is for geeks, where it's like, oh, no, they're making fun of you. Like, the, like the, this, is not, this is not for you. 
Well, good. The 90s could use some fun made of them. Oh, yeah. I hated the 90s when I was in the middle of it. <laughs> How did people think that grew up in the seven, that were teenagers in the 70s think of that 70s show? I don't know if I, I don't know. talked to any of them about it. Yeah, my parents were a little older than that. Yeah, it's like Gen X, right? Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, yeah, so sorry, everybody. We saved it for the end. I mean, I'm not sorry we saved it for the end, but sorry, everybody, this is happening. But we did save it for the end because in the past I've led the episode with deaths, and I'm not sure that's the correct idea. Um, but we suffered two deaths uh, that were very important to the comic book industry. Last week, we lost Neil Adams, who is legendary. Yeah, you know, like one of the name. Fa- yeah, fucking big dicks of comics. He revolutionized Batman in the, uh, the 60s, Green Lantern and Green Arrow. He had a, a legendary run on X-Men. Um, he was an advocate for creators' rights, you know, in, very involved in, uh, in the, the Siegel and Schuster lawsuit against DC. Yeah to uh to get you know either royalties or ownership back on uh, on superman and he was a boisterous motherfucker that guy was fucking a big bag of hot air man like he could he could spin a yarn in an interview and he was fucking no bullshit like i bet if i ever encountered neil adams and like called him out on on a story or something he'd probably just slap me across the face oh that's awesome he seemed like a tough fucking kid and, uh, and you know, he, he was no bullshit and it, he, it's a fun interview. Um, there was actually a time where one of the local comic shops asked me, uh, if I wanted to work his booth at a, uh, oh, at a really? convention. Yeah. And I just, I mean, to be honest, like all respect for the guy, I'd heard he was an asshole. So <laughs> I did not do it. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, and apparently it was, it was his wife that was calling around and apparently like other people were refusing. I also know of a local comic shop who, uh, who, I mean, it may have been his wife. They spoke to or something, but they're like, Hey, you know, Neil's going to be in town. Do you want him to do a store show? <laughs> they said, no. Really? Yeah. It was that legendary of a prick. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Apparently he was, he was, wow. I mean, he was, he was a tough son of bitch and, and, uh, he was not super polite. You could have come to this podcast with some great personal Neil Adams no stories about kidding. how he was a real asshole. I wish <laughs> yeah, I would have at great. this point. I mean, I, I'd seen him like give give people shit for like lingering in his uh, in his booth where he had just shit tons of prints all over the place of his artwork. Yeah, but well, people of were just he did. like like just lingering and like, uh, you buy know something like, like fuck off exactly. But I mean, we've all thought that. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There were a couple. Of, you know. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be sitting there telling Neil Adams, "Oh, you know, you should do a print of this guy." But I mean, all respect for the guy because he 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 changed the industry. He took it from yeah a more bombastic, cartoony Jack Kirby dynamic world and really like put illustration into it. You know, like he he changed the game. And, you know, like Darwin Cook, I, I, I remember we said on our uh, on our New Frontier episode, like Darwin Cook, like looked up to Neil Adams, but was like, you know, it's it was dangerous what he did, like like elevating illustration above storytelling. But I mean, there's no arguing the results. They're gorgeous. Yeah, they're like wonderful. His Batman is tops like he, you know, he's the co-creator of Rachel Ghoul. He was there for hard traveling heroes and the, the, you know, speedy fucking drug issue in, in uh, green lantern, green arrow. Like it, 
He was there, yeah, for the the revolution, the big change in comics yeah. from the you know where where they were in the '60s to where they ended up in like the '80s. Yeah, yeah. He and Storonko, like the, yeah. they they were the big big influences. Um, so R.I.P. Neil Adams. You know, it's it's it is a a it is a big loss. You know, like he he was very important. He and Denny O'Neill are up there crafting stories in heaven now. Um, and the other one just came in last night. I only heard about it today while we were doing doing the show. Yeah, we were at the table and someone told us that uh, George Perez had passed. And uh, I mean, we kind of knew it was coming. He'd, yep. He'd done his kind of, you know, his goodbyes and, and whatnot, but uh, still a bummer. Yeah, he'd been battling cancer for, for some time and... And I think we even reported on the show when he when yeah. he said he was gonna he was gonna refuse or you know stop taking treatments for it and just yep. let nature take its course. So it was only a matter of time. But yeah, like it it was sad. Like I mean, Avengers, Legend, Fantastic Four, Legend, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, uh, he was co-creator with Marv Wolfman of the uh, the new Teen Titans. You know where they introduced Cyborg and Starfire and Jericho yeah, and the, the Teen Titans that. You recognize as the Teen Titans for yeah. the most part. The most legendary run on there. Trigon, Raven. You know, they brought Beast Boy into the fold. His impact, I don't even want to compare, but like his was also humongous. Yeah, no, yes. You know, George Perez was an amazing force. And apparently, from all reports, he was also just the most positive, friendly, yeah, happy dude. The exact opposite. He was, yeah, everyone, no one yeah. had anything bad to say about <laughs> no him. He was just a super nice guy. Yeah, whereas Neil Adams <laughs> always wore a blue button-down shirt and a tie like it was a business uniform, George Perez always had these, like, these loud, bombastic shirts that apparently his wife sewed. Yeah, they're like Hawaiian shirts, except with, like, comic print and stuff all yeah. over them, which is cool. Those are cool-ass shirts. Yeah. So both of those those losses will be will be felt. I mean, for sure. On the bright side, he uh, it seems like he'd kind of made peace with it all and got to spend the end of his life, you know, surrounded by the people that he loved and cared about. Yeah. And we should all be so lucky that that's the way we go. And just a shit ton of fan like outpouring of love. Oh yeah. So I, he was only sixty-seven, which is kind wow. kind of a bummer. That's a little young. Like yeah, Neil, Neil Adams, Adams was eighty. Yeah. So uh, yeah, sixty-seven, eighty is a good run. Sixty-seven is it's a little early. Yeah, I think I'll be lucky to make it there. <laughs> Don't tell Angelina. But yeah, bummer. Time for recommendations. It's a bummer of a segue. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, so on to recommendations. Uh, I, I've got a thing that was recommended to me on Friday night. And I watched it, and I'm going to recommend it to all of you now. And it's uh, it's The Captains. It is a uh, Star Trek documentary, kind of written, produced, and and like headed by William Shatner, where he goes around and interviews, at least at the time, all of the other captains from the Star Trek franchises. Does he talk shit to Janeway? He kind of does. Like, <laughs> what they, a prick. They, I mean, not talk shit, but like they get in like a little terse thing about like women leaders and hormones and stuff at one oh, point. And awesome. No, I want to watch it now. It is peak Shatner. It was a lot of fun to watch. Like Annie watched it with me and she doesn't give a shit about Star Trek. Yeah. But uh, she had a great time just laughing at William Shatner, really, more than anything, because he's... 
he's William Shatner. Like he's just like, he, there's parts where he's in like a, he goes to like Star Trek conventions. He's just having the time of his life with everyone fawning over him and being happy. And he's like kissing people randomly and just having a great time. And, and he tells two different people that uh, they were the most beautiful women on Star Trek. (laughs) I wonder what kind of, to be crude about it, what kind of action William Shatner actually gets from being William Shatner. Cause he is like 80 fucking years old. Like, yeah. like he is, he is an old, old man. He's older than he looks even. But like, I wonder, yeah, you know, like, like if, if he's going out there, like cruising for, for chicks based on, on being William Shatner, he'll find them. I wonder what, yeah. I wonder what exactly that buys him these days. Probably not any like 25 year olds, but, uh, I guarantee you there's some 65 year olds that are younger than him still. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, fond yeah, memories like, I, yeah. Of Captain Kirk. <laughs> I, I guess it's like that rock star thing. Like, like, I don't know. Yeah. never mind. But he interviews, um, Patrick Stewart, Avery Brooks, Kate Milgrew, Scott Bakula and Chris Pine. Oh, cool. And for the most part, they're really good. Like the Kate Milgrew stuff was great because she's, she's wonderful. And, but she's, it's very honest and candid conversations they're having. It's really, it, they're not, like they're all very relaxed and and open with him, and, and so it was it was a really cool to listen to him all talk. And like he, he's not just asking him about Star Trek; he's asking him like, "What do you think happens when you die?" And like, "How did how did filming Star Trek affect your marriage and stuff like that?" And what is this streaming on? Uh, I watched it on YouTube. It's oh, just cool. on YouTube for free. I think it's on some other places too. Yeah, you can just pick it up on YouTube. The stuff with Patrick Stewart was great, and like he has like just a really like deep epiphany type conversation with Patrick Stewart where, you know, Shatner himself kind of like realizes it was, it was really fun to watch. Also, Avery Brooks is fucking insane. What guy? Is, what does that mean? I don't know. He's just like, he like, he talks jazz now. Like, like the whole time he's interviewing him, like you could tell Bill Shatner's like asking him questions and like, he'll just like, he's just playing a piano and kind of like go around there and like sing some of his answers. And then like, just like, look, at William Shatner and like he's, he looks kind of confused and then Shatner starts singing and it's just like he's it was weird but it was a lot of fun to watch and very unique and I, All right. I sorry it to listeners everybody. for anybody who has a voice similar <laughs> tone to me hey Siri remind me in two hours to watch The Captains on YouTube okay your reminder is set for tomorrow 12.08am absolutely check it out it was recommended to me and it was a good recommendation cool um, something that I'm going to recommend is a, uh, a Batman fan animated movie that I also found oh. on YouTube. I just stumbled upon it. It's like 15 minutes long. It's, uh, it's called Batman Broken Promises by Stephen Trumbull. Um, this thing, like he does a whole preface, like, oh, I have no rights to be producing this at all. I'm just a big Batman fan. This thing is fucking great for being, yeah? for being done by one person. Like, as far as I could tell, like, even in the credits. Did he do, like, like, all the voice acting himself? No, he he uh, he did do a voice, um, but there there were actors that were in there, and I think there was somebody else who did the composing. But, I mean, just, like, the artwork and stuff, like, it's not bullshit. Nice. You know, like, it, it's, it was very impressive, and I feel like this guy should get a lot of views for what he did, because it's not bad. Like, like you, you see somebody doing a fan animated movie or even an animated short and you're a lot of times it's not gonna be good animation's fucking hard it man. is and it takes forever this guy must have spent so much fucking time on this and i hope it got him work 
because it it was really good. I was surprised at how good it was. So, what's the art style? I don't even know. Is it I, like is it, it, it like animated series or is it more comic no, booky? Or? I'd say if anything, it reminds me most of a like '80s Frank Miller or maybe even like okay, early Sin City Frank Miller. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's it's really good. It uses a lot of light and shadow to its uh, advantage, but it it never feel it it doesn't feel like it's done out of cheapness or laziness. Like it it's oh and and there are a couple shots in that in that thing where it is clearly you know an homage to the animated series. So wicked. Yeah, go check it out. Um and fuck it, we're done. We're not done. We've got some voicemails. Oh, yeah. You Don't you usually bring that up when it goes to you? Yeah, but that's because we forget about it. Oh. I think it's better to bring up before because people might, like, check out that right That is true. Then, you know? Okay. So, yeah, we got a couple voicemails. One of them in the end of March that I, I missed. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> we're, we're not used to getting, uh, getting voicemails. But anyway, let's uh, play voicemail number one. Let's do it. Hey, guys. I don't know why I felt the need to do this, but I went back from the latest off-topic off topic debrief, and I had to count how many times you guys said wiener. Uh, the total count was 17, uh, technically 16, but uh, Ben said wienerdom, and I'm counting that. So uh, total count was 17 <laughs> wieners, um, which I believe is more than John's show recommendation. So that's what you might want to know. <laughs> you know what? I did want to know that. Thank you. <laughs> now, now, did you say that was Joey, the, the call, or Joe? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that definitely sounded like him. That was great. Thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate it. Was that when we were talking about Minx? Probably. Or We were probably talking about Minx and then, and then also brought up the fact that, that every show I recommend has, has wieners. wieners in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> 17 wieners. That's, that's a lot of wieners. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, it, well, I don't know. That might not be more wieners than we're in the first episode of Mix. Eh, probably. I bet I bet the first episode had like 10 wieners. That's a lot of wieners, though. And it's a lot of wieners. There's yeah. a wiener montage. Should we try to beat our wiener record? <laughs> I wasn't doing it on purpose, but now I kind of want, well, now that I called it out, it's it's uh, it would be a, a wiener travesty. Um, and then we got another one. This one's really short. It has, says transcript not available, so I don't know what it is. When did this come? This was uh, April 26th. Okay, so just recently. This one is new. Oh, it's just blank. Oh, boo. Somebody butt dialed us and it didn't work. Should call them back and yell at them. Yeah, they're a real wiener. It's probably spam. All right. Well, that was good. Now we're done. Yeah, that was totally worth it. Um, all right. Hit us up. Email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. Find us on the social medias. Geek Exploration, the podcast page, Instagram at Geek Exploration Podcast, Twitter at Geek Explore Pod, or call us up 916 Orc Turd. That is 916 O R C T U R D. Let us know how you feel about how often we say wieners or anything else you want to talk about at all. We'll put you on the show and we will respond to it. Are there any other genitals that we mention a lot? Probably not. But no. if I, I didn't know we said wiener 17 times, so. I believe it. You be the judge, listener. And if you enjoyed the show or any others, go give us a review on Apple Podcast or uh, Podchaser. Um, we are part of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network. We got merch available at shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com. Yeah, yeah I think right. that's right. Yeah, that's it. 
You can also join our Discord, uh, where uh, every time we do one of these shows, we give away a game. And this week's game is Bioshock Remastered. And our theme song is Celebration by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Oh, and real quick, just a little heads up. While we're trying to figure out our storefronts here, um, if you are interested in supporting Space Oddities, we do have Space Oddities merch up on TeePublic. Uh, just search for the Beefy McStudley uh, storefront. And uh, we've got a variety of different shirts on there. We've got logos. We've got graphics. We've got the cover of a couple comics. We've got a sweet Antico Corp shirt. But yeah. currently I'm the only one who owns one. Oh, and post-postscript, our next episode is going to be about Moon Knight. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have Alex from uh, What's Your Spaghetti Policy on. So uh, if you guys have thoughts on Moon Knight, let us know what they are. Yeah, we're going to be talking comics, TV series. I still got to finish it. Bye. Later.